Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, it's Misty, and this is Lattes and Legends. Good morning. It's Sunday. It's a beautiful day. 32-ish degrees. Beautiful. A little snowy, but tis to be expected where I live. Uh, This is episode 31. Welcome. I'm having a nice cup of coffee right now. A breakfast blend with some caramel macchiato creamer. Mm. It's pretty delightful. A bit sticky, but delightful. Um, Quick housekeeping stuff. Black Friday sale was a success. Thank you. The coffee mugs and stickers are still on sale. So check out the website, lattesandlegendspodcast.com. Facebook. Thanks for all the new likes. Um, Also, Lattes and Legends podcast on Facebook. Apple reviews, let's talk. If you like my podcast and listen to it regularly, I would love, love, love a five-star review. It helps me out a lot. And maybe one day it will make me rich. And then I can come to your town and talk to you and drink coffee together. That would be amazing. So if you like what you hear and want to see me in your town, please, by all means, give me a five-star review. I'm still on Instagram at Lattes and Legends. Patreon is patreon.com slash Lattes and Legends. And on Patreon, that is a donation site. It's a bit like a GoFundMe but it works much differently. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get fun stuff from me and only things that subscribers get. So exclusives like no other. Um, I still have stickers and coffee mugs left. Not too many, so... If you have a friend that loves this podcast, please, by all means, check out the website. 
and buy them a sticker or and or coffee mug. Email me your stories, your fun urban legends from your homes at latesandlegends at gmail.com. Also, you can find me on Twitter. All right, so I'm just going to dive into this one. I have been working for a, a ghost tour website out of Key West. And I've talked about that just a little bit before on the podcast, but I keep writing these creepy ghost stories for them. And the one I just finished is about Robert the doll. So episode 31, I give you creepy ass dolls, Robert the doll and Mandy the haunted doll. Creepy ass dolls. Um... So first I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of haunted dolls. So I found this info on Wikipedia and Reddit. And we're just going to dive into haunted dolls. So a haunted doll is a handmade or manufactured doll or stuffed animal that is reported to be cursed or possessed in some way. The earliest report of a haunted doll goes way back to ancient Egypt where the enemies of Ramses III attempted to use wax images of his likeness to bring about his death. The dolls used in this ritual were said to be living and would curse anyone who bore their resemblance. Hmm. So basically those were like the voodoo dolls of his time. So uh, uh. so I'm going to hit just a little bit. So there were the Egyptian dolls, of course. Um... And also in Wiccan beliefs, puppets have been used to place curses on members of the community for religious or traditional purposes. Some of the earliest were used by African, Native American, and European cultures. The European puppet has its roots in early Germanic and Scandinavian tribes who use them for ceremonial purposes. Modern day Wiccans have adapted this practice for their, for their own uses. Uh, so uh, for Wiccans, a puppet is a symbol of um, a person, and this, there's spells and actions performed on said puppet that can either um, give them healing properties or they'll use them in their rituals. So that's a little bit about where dolls came from. So here's the psychology um, on what makes people think dolls are creepy. So research around why people perceive dolls as creepy has been conducted with some varying conclusions. In 2013, a study was done by Frank McAndrew, and uh, it named doll collecting as one of the creepiest hobbies a person could ever have. Mm. Of the topic of this creepiness, McAndrew stated, that it was related to uncertainty, as if something might be dangerous, but you're not sure if it is. Then, in 2015, for Smithsonian.com, writer Linda Rodriguez McRoby stated that dolls inhabit this area of uncertainty, largely because they look human, but we know they're not. Since the dolls lack ability to mimic human brains at the most basic evolutionary tactic remain suspicious of whether or not it is human since they may expect the doll to mimic their own actions. 
This leads to feelings of physical coldness when the doll does not act the way one think it should. One thinks it should, huh? Um, and I did have a chance to read that Smithsonian.com article. It's really long, but man, it dives deep into why people are so freaked out by dolls. Myself being one of them. And um, yeah, if you have a chance to read it. Oh, I don't have the exact web info, but Smithsonian.com. And I'm pretty sure you can research the author and the topic. So we all know that dolls have been portrayed in movies like crazy. So uh, Robert the Doll, Annabelle, Chucky, um, things like that. On TV, shows like Ghost Hunters visited an island of haunted dolls. Oh, God, no. That sounds horrible. And... One of my absolute favorite episodes of The Twilight Zone features Talking Tina. Guys, have you seen this episode? This little girl gets a doll, Talking Tina, and her dad despises the doll. From minute one, he is over this doll. He throws it down the stairs. He, like, chainsaws it. I don't remember, but it's one of the old episodes, and the doll comes back and kills him. <sighs> Spoiler alert. Don't get a fucking talking Tina doll. That's all. Um, what else? What else? What else? Okay. So there are a few famous haunted dolls, which I'm going to do too. Robert and Mandy. So Robert is on the list. Annabelle is on the list. Lita the doll is on the list. Okuku? Kiku? Poopa? Ooh. And um, a Barbie from Singapore. Wow, there's a lot of haunted dolls on this list. So, hey, guess what? You might get another haunted doll episode out of me. So, let's just dive in to Robert the doll, shall we? I think so. So, sources for this story came from hauntedrooms.co.uk, atlasobscura.com, and allthatsinteresting.com. Friends, if you have not checked out atlasobscura.com or allthatsinteresting.com, you better. I mean, it's black hole madness. You will sit there and some of the stuff you read will blow your mind and keep you from sleeping at night. So, um, yeah, check them out. Okay, Robert the Dome. It's fair to say that like QS Florida is well known for being haunted. There are many stories that surround the city and Florida as a whole, but one of the most famous is of Robert the Doll, Eugene Otto, and the elements of voodoo said to link the two together. Although Robert seems to be nothing but a doll, dressed in a sailor suit, holding a toy dog, covered in some small marks, that seem to appear a little too much like scars. He has beady eyes and a smirk on his face. Many agree that he is directly responsible for a bounty of woe. Hmm. Um, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram of him. 
You know, at first I was a little creeped out by him. Now I just, I don't know. He just looks like a doll. Anyway, Robert has over the years been accused of causing car accidents, relationship breakdowns, divorce, death, disease, and much, much more. Hmm. You guys ready for this? Here we go. Hmm. I apologize, friends. I'm eating my breakfast and having coffee at the same time I'm trying to do this, so I apologize. Hmm. 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 Although Robert's origins are disputed, as this is one of those stories that gets passed around from family to family, it's generally thought that Robert was given to Otto as a present from his grandfather following a trip to Germany. After some investigation by the Fort West Bartello Museum, where Robert resides today, it is now thought that the doll was never actually intended to be a doll. It's thought that it was made by Stife and perhaps to have manufactured as part of a clown or jester display. So the outfit, well, most people say that was Otto's sailor suit when he was a kid. So um, he wanted Robert to be dressed like him, which that begins creepy madness right there. Why would you want a doll dressed like yourself? I don't know. Kids are fucking weird. Well, anyway. Um, how did Robert get his name? Oh, he got it from, you guessed it, Eugene. That's right. Eugene's full name is Robert Eugene Otto. And soon, the doll ended up with the name Robert, while Otto simply referred to it while Otto, while Otto was simply referred to by his middle name, Eugene. Another story about Robert the Haunted Doll and his origins describe the Otto family's mistreatment of their servants and maids. The family lived in a very large mansion that still stands today on the corner of Simington and Eaton. The size of the house meant that the family needed help. One maid was apparently caught using voodoo and was quickly fired, but before she left, she gave Robert to Eugene. But Robert was cursed. She'd used some sort of voodoo that she'd been fired on the doll, and it brought discomfort to the whole family. So that's just another plausible story. All right, Robert, the haunted doll, is well known for being mm, a little bit more than spooky, but in the beginning, seems seemed a little bit more than innocent, like any other childhood friendship between a boy and his toy. Eugene took Robert everywhere with him. And even though the Robert doll was probably a little bit large and unwieldy for a boy of his age, Eugene was thought to be around eight when he was given Robert. And Robert stands about three feet tall. He was never seen without Robert. Yikes. <laughs> Eugene was often heard whispering to Robert, which is normal. It was only when a deep voice was heard answering back to Eugene that things started to get a little bit crazy. All right, friends, I'm going to pause for a second. You guys know that I work with children. 
much younger than eight. But they do like to whisper and talk to their dolls. They like to give their dolls names and jobs and you know, characteristics, what have you. One works in the office, one is a police officer, one's an astronaut, blah, 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 blah. You know how this goes. If for some reason I was watching one of them play with a doll and I heard a voice come out of nowhere answering back, that shit would get thrown out the window. Like, set a flame in the dumpster. What? I'm sorry. If if people say that they heard a deep voice coming out of this doll and did nothing about it, that's all on them. That, mm-mm, no, no. Anyway, those are my thoughts on dolls. Can you tell them that they creep me the fuck out? All right, here we go. The Robert the Doll story gets stranger and stranger as the years go on. Robert was said to have some sort of hold over Eugene and loud, violent commotions could be heard coming from his bedroom on almost a nightly basis. Uh -uh. Furniture could often be overturned. Um, Toys were often found ripped apart. And when the Otto family entered Eugene's room... He was found huddled on his bed, terrified. When asked what had happened, he only ever responded saying, Robert did it. <sighs> no. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Stories of Robert the doll moving meant that he was quickly banished to the attic. Oh, good job, guys. Put him... Somewhere else. I say burn him. Cut him in half. Set him on fire. Throw him in the dumpster. But that's me. Servants arrived and promptly quit their jobs in quick succession. And it was also claimed that their aunt was banished. Um, no. Sorry. Read that totally wrong. Rewind. (laughs) <laughs> also claimed that the aunt that banished Robert to the attic died the same night that he was put up there. Oh, well, so I guess she was banished. Sorry, Auntie Otto. Despite his banishment, the Otto family were said to hear Robert the doll moving frequently around the upstairs portion of the house, with his footsteps said to echo throughout the areas of the property that were completely empty. Even heard him giggling in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, so just like with any story of children and children in general, they have to grow up. So Eugene Otto, as an adult, well, let's find out about him. Despite all of this, and despite his obvious fear of Robert as a child, Eugene, who clearly sounds brilliant, kept Robert as he grew into an adult. He worked as an artist, and he later married. He kept Eugene, no, he kept Robert propped up in a window of his house, 
School children and almost anyone walking past the property would say that they often saw the doll disappear from sight before reappearing again right in front of them. Mm-mm. Many people avoided the house altogether so that they could avoid Robert. Annette, Eugene's very lucky wife, was said to detest Robert, and supposedly she banished him back to the attic. Naturally, he didn't take particularly kindly to this, and so Robert, the haunted doll, once more placed demands on Eugene, requesting that he goes to the turret room of the house because he wanted a room with a view of the street. Um, Eugene spent all of this time in the turret room with Robert, painting and talking to his doll until he died in 1974. What the fuck? What the fuck? Gene. Oh my god. Well, I'm not done yet. The story does not end with Eugene's death. The Robert the Doll story continues well past his death, and the legend continues even to this day. The woman who bought Eugene's house, Myrtle Reuter, was Robert's caretaker following the sale of the house. Reuter corroborated many of Eugene's stories and often found Robert in an entirely different place than where she found him or where she left him. Visitors to her new home didn't like Robert and that found that he'd appear and disappear at will. She and her visitors also claimed that the already creepy expression on his face appeared to change when anyone talked about Eugene in a negative way. In 1994, Myrtle donated Robert to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, where he resides today. All right. Um, let's talk more about what's been going on with him today. I love that I'm talking about Robert like he's a person. Hmm. You'd be forgiven for thinking that perhaps being locked inside a glass case would mean that Robert's antics were well and truly over, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Robert's big move simply meant that the legend grew stronger and that he was exposed to more and more people. Today, he even has his own social media accounts, and Robert the doll replicas are sold. Mm mm. Nope. If you were to believe anything about voodoo, perhaps the increased exposure of Robert, plus replicas of him being sold, the increased bad luck of visitors to the museum is simply due to the curse being spread further and further away. Guys, don't buy Robert the Doll replicas. That's just stupid. What? What? If you, but if you do have one, I would love to talk to you about it um, in a very positive way, of course, because I would never want to disrespect Robert the doll because I don't need any of that bad juju on me. Um, okay, so staff at the museum claim that Robert has been found in different positions within the case. Footprints, blah, 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 footsteps have been heard around the museum at night with no explanation for the noise. And that Robert's expression has been known to change 
in a from a neutral look to a nasty look in the blink of an eye. Visitors to the museum are given advice on how to approach Robert. They speak to him in a polite way to ask his permission to photograph him and to treat him with respect. The walls of Robert's display are littered with letters from visitors apologizing for their behavior when visiting the museum. They claim that they've encountered dreadful misfortune, gotten into accidents, had relationship breakdowns, or even experienced death or disease in the family after visiting Robert. And these letters seek to ask his forgiveness. There are over a thousand letters in total, and the museum keeps catalogs of all of them for future reference. Huh. Um, so, yeah. Um... That's Robert the Doll. He is definitely famous all over the world. And um, if you believe in haunted dolls, then he probably creeps you out. So, like I said, I'll put up some pictures of him on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. So you can see just what it looks like. And maybe you can go visit him. Although... I don't know. I don't know if I want to go visit a doll that supposedly gives people bad juju, but you never know. Maybe he's just really nice and just misunderstood. I don't know. Alright. Mm -hmm. Now, Mandy, the haunted doll. It almost felt like I should play the Barry Manilow song, but then I realized I don't have any rights or money to pay for the Barry Manilow song. So, pretend you're singing Mandy in your head and that you're a fan of Lil. I know I am singing it, not a fan of Lil. All right, so sources for this are nightwatchparanormal.com, the paranormal, blah, blah. Uh, paranormalguide.com and thelineup.com. So, let's talk about Mandy. The curator of the Quesnel and District Museum, British Columbia, Canada, was sitting at her desk when an antique doll was plunked down in front of her. Being donated to the museum was a 90-plus-year-old doll. The donor stated that it was getting too old it was fragile, and she did not want her young daughter playing with it anymore or damaging it further. That's a good reason to donate it all. I just say you throw it away. That's what I say. So, a doll is named Mandy. She belonged to the woman's grandmother. But rather than <clears throat> being sad to part with her, she seemed really anxious to get rid of it. The curator took hold of the doll and immediately felt uneasy. She chalked up this feeling to the fact that the doll had a really creepy look on her face. His clothing was old and faded. The soft stuff parts of the body ripped. But most creepy of all was the doll's face. It was painted realistically. It had glass eyes. Ooh. Um, the forehead over the doll's right eye was cracked causing the eye to protrude slightly. 
It was like it was looking intently at people. Oh, yikes. Um, oh, sorry. I just looked at a picture of it. <laughs> it's really fucking creepy. Um, yeah, I'll post this. Mandy was taken to the museum's workroom to undergo some maintenance before she could be put on display. The doll was enclosed in a plastic bag to um, test whether bugs had infested in it. Any bugs or insects leaving the doll would be caught in the bag, and that would let the museum know there was an infestation. Um, well, when they put the doll in the bag, the staff of the museum felt even more uneasy about the doll and when they were around the doll and when they looked at the doll. Ooh. Those working in the same room as the doll swore they heard <laughs> the bag rustle as if the doll was moving inside and it was not insects in the doll either because the doll would change positions. Mm -mm. Nope, 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 nope. Um, and the museum also had like this photo session with the doll, which I'll, like I said, I'll keep, I'll post a lot of things up about these dolls this weekend. Oh, creepy. After the initial analysis of the doll was complete, it was time to photograph it. A process all artifacts at the museum undergo for the record books. Mandy was photographed and then left in the lab overnight. The next morning when the staff came into the lab, they found that it had been messed up overnight Smaller objects have been thrown around the room and across the floor. Larger, heavier objects just pushed over the spot, on the spot. Cool. This would happen anytime Mandy was left in a room by herself overnight. The curator likened the messiness to what would happen if a child had thrown a tantrum in, the, in a room. Cool. When Mandy was first placed on display in the museum, she was one of the first things visitors would see as they passed in the entryway. They would mostly feel uneasy when they looked at her, and there was just something that seemed to be really wrong with her, according to visitors. At times, photographs were taken of the doll, and they wouldn't turn out. They would be blurry, or they would have strange light anomalies in the photos. Oh, yikes. Friends, I keep looking at these pictures of this doll, and it's Super creepy when they got it's daytime. I got to wait my office. It got to the point that the uneasiness was felt by the visitors, and the staff decided that they would place Mandy further back in the museum in her own display case. Eventually, a psychic inquired as to whether they could hold the doll to see what they could pick up on. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, no, no. Upon reading the doll, the psychic felt that it had suffered much abuse, but it was not the doll who was suffering, but rather <sighs> the spirits that were inside the doll. Oh my god. What developed from this is an origin story to the spirit inhabiting the doll. This cannot be proved. It may just be folklore or urban legend, but it is believed that the doll was found in the cellar of an old farmhouse. Bum, bum, bum. A man was walking past the farmhouse when he thought he heard something crying. The odd part about this child's cry was that the passerby knew the farmhouse to always be empty and abandoned, so no child should be in there. 
He walked up the driveway and knocked on the door. No answer. The crying continued, so he had to look around. He entered the empty farmhouse and discovered the crying came from below his feet. Not knowing how to access the building's cellar from the inside, he went back outside to find the outside entrance. As he opened the storm doors, light illuminated from the room, and he made a shocking discovery. The body of a young girl, long dead, lay on the floor. What was she holding? Mm-hmm, that's right, Mandy the doll. And it's not known why the girl was in the cellar in the first place, whether it was by accident or some form of crime or punishment. Regardless, it was believed that when she died, <clears throat> her spirit inhabited the doll. A horrible story, and no doubt a story that you guys may not believe. However, there is a link between some of the doll's origins and the woman who donated it to the museum. Oh, you guys ready for this? When strange events surrounding the doll <clears throat> had started to take place at the museum, the curator decided to go visit the doll's previous owner. It was here where she learned the truth. The owner had not donated the doll for fear of her daughter breaking it. If that was the sole reason, then she would have just placed the doll in a box. Nope, no, 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 no. The real reason was that when the doll was in her house, the woman could hear crying coming from her cellar. When she would investigate, nobody was there. Mm -mm. The cellar window would be open and the doll would be on the floor. When this began to happen more frequently, that's when she decided to donate it to the museum. From the very first night, the doll was no longer in her house. Guess what? You guessed it. She couldn't hear the crying anymore. What? <laughs> so that, my friends, is Mandy, the haunted doll, and Robert, the doll. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome stories. Awesome legends about dolls. It still creeped me out. Um, if you have some great stories you want to share about dolls, by any means, send them my way. Um. And you know what? Episode 32 might be about dolls, too. So I will uh, talk to you next week for episode 32. Um, stay away from dolls, guys. Just If you see one, don't buy it. Don't send them to me, either. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.